Ladies and gentlemen, he's the samurai of student ministry, the networking ninja, a Jedi master of church budgets, the beast from the southeast, the next-gen nerd himself, CJ! Welcome back to the Next Gen Nerd Podcast. Glad to have you guys with us. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, nextgen underscore nerd. Find us on the web at nextgennerd.com. Head on over to iTunes. Give us a great review. Five stars. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode. We are having a great time. And I say we because I assume you're enjoying it because you're still listening. Talking about things that I love. Talking about things that uh, are near and dear to me. And this one is one of my favorite uh book series, and it is one that I will probably read over and over again. Uh, I have not started to reread it, but I'm really wanting to because it's just a great book series. It really is just a great book series. It's the Wingfeather Saga. It's by Andrew Peterson. It's four books and a collection of short stories. So it's a total of five books technically, but the last one are just short stories that kind of help fill in the uh, the world that is Air We Are, which is the name of the world for the Wingfeather Saga. I discovered this series in kind of an unusual way. Somehow I found a YouTube animated short that was the beginning of the first book. Uh, I don't know how I stumbled across it, but I watched it, really enjoyed it, watched it with my kids. Um, uh, And uh, after watching it, I was like, there's got to be more here. There's got to be more. So I looked, and sure enough, there was this book series. And as I began looking at the book series, I realized that this is this looks like it may be a Christian book series. It is a Christian book series, and it's written by this guy, Andrew Peterson. And then on some podcast that I was listening to, he happened to be the interview like the next day. Now, these books have been out for a while, but but no joke, as I'm beginning to find this, I find out that, uh, that he's on this interview, and I get to hear his heart, and I get to hear how he wrote these stories, and how he lives in Nashville. And then I find out that he grew up in Lake Butler, Florida, which is five minutes from where I live. It was just kind of crazy. It was really crazy that that, that there were all these connections, uh, and I decided, well, let me give these books a shot. Uh, and these books are fantastic, fantastic. So I'm just going to tell you, I, I mentioned the, the animated short. You can still find that on YouTube if you search Wing Feather, W-I-N-G-F-E-A-T-H-E-R, Wing Feather Saga. You can still find this animated short. I encourage you to check it out. But basically what happens is you have these three siblings, two brothers and a sister, uh, and they live in this town that is being oppressed by uh, these lizard creatures. Uh, They won't let them do anything. They won't even let them have certain garden instruments because they could be used as weapons. Um, and, uh, And they take children from families and they send them to who knows where. And so you follow these these three characters uh, through all these adventures as they begin to fight this oppressive force. It is just a great story, a great story series. There are so many little things that have stuck with me as I've read these. Um, uh, there's a uh, their their grandfather's part of the story, and the older brother doesn't really want to take his younger brother and his little sister to this this festival, uh, and his grandfather says, son, I know that right now your brother and your sister feel like the anchor weighing you down, but one day they'll be the wind in your sails. And it, it spoke to me because I, I feel that way about 
about my siblings. You know, growing up, there were times where they drove me crazy, but now they're like my some of my closest friends, uh, and it's just true that that when we have those familial relationships as kids, it can kind of feel um, uh, less than, but. Uh, those relationships are wonderful, wonderfully treasured uh, for those that, that pour time into it. So, really enjoyed that. Um, I, in fact, the, the finale, I had to pull my car over. I was listening to the finale on Audible. Uh, I had to pull my car over because I was just taken with emotion as I was listening to this. Um, it was, uh, it's just a fantastic series. I gave the first book to my mother-in-law. She enjoys reading, uh, and she burned through all four books, and she said it has ruined other books for her. Uh, it has ruined it for her. Um, and uh, it's because these are just great stories. They're great stories. And what makes stories a great story? Uh, a, you've got to have great characters, of course. You have to have great, fleshed out characters. Um, it's told primarily from the point of view from the oldest brother, uh, which maybe it resonated with me because I am the oldest brother. Um, and uh, it's, it's told from that point of view. Um, uh, it tells the the Christian story to a degree, which I resonate with. Um, it's set in a fantastical land, which I love fantasy stories. So, uh, so I, that gripped me. Uh, but what also makes a great story is a well thought out world. You know, it's not just that it happens in a fantasy world, but there are so many little bits and pieces that Peterson adds into what he's doing, uh, what he's telling, that you feel like this place actually exists. I mean, the number of of books and side characters and historical figures and tradition. I mean, just the it is a fantastic series. Fantastic series. I will buy everything that Andrew Peterson puts out, especially around the Wingfeather saga, um, just because it's great. It's just great. It really is. Um, and so, uh, the Wingfeather Tales. I mentioned that's the the book that comes after the end of the story, uh, and um, it came out on Audible uh, a week ago. And so I've been listening to it, and it's written by friends of Andrew Peterson. So he has a publication company. I think it's called the Rabbit Press. Um, and so other authors from there write in the universe of Air We Are, which is the the world of Wingfeather. And so they write these stories, and I'm listening to these stories, and I'm going, man, this is so much fun. I'm thinking, how exciting would it be to write in your favorite universe? You know, like when I write things and I'm trying to think of creative things, a lot of times I'm trying to invent my own stuff. How much fun would it be just to play in your favorite world? Uh, And it really just kind of lit this creative fire in me. Adrian Peterson has another book that he wrote called Adorning the Dark. Not Adoring the Dark, but Adorning the Dark. And it goes through his creative process. It goes specifically writing music. So if you're a musician, it's a, it's a great book. It's a great book. If you're a creative type, it's a great book that just helps you to really feel and understand why we are made to create. And I believe that we're made to create. I tell people all the time when they say, I'm not creative. I go, nope, God made you creatively to be creative. You know, that, that's just, I believe that with my whole heart. And especially in ministry, I think that we have to be creative. We have to look at what we're doing and go, okay. I can't just go through the motions. I can't just uh, keep the status quo. Like we really need to think creatively about what we're doing. Um, I, I I remember when I first started listening to Christian music, and I was just really enjoying several of the artists. And I'm going, well, of course, why wouldn't I enjoy these? Uh, I'm not saying all your 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 top forty K love whatever is is fantastic, but there's so much beautiful talent in Christian music. 
And of course, why not? Because God's the one that gives us that creative nature. And so why would the most beautiful expressions of it not be to glorify our Lord, to glorify Jesus? And so uh, so I think it's the same thing in ministry, that we need to be creative in ministry because what we're doing should bring great glory and honor to God. And so we have to be creative. We had to be creative. And I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time here because you guys understand what that looks like. And if you don't, there's nothing I can say to really prod you on, except I'm going to give you three challenges, uh, three and a half challenges. First, I want you to, if you're going to be creative in ministry, uh, the root of that is to create. And so maybe you need to try something new. Maybe you need to try something new. For me this year, uh, it's VBS. I just took children's ministry on um, uh, a year ago. And so this is my first VBS and it's new. Like we're, we're, it's going to be new to me. Um, so you try something new, but also try something different. You know that maybe you've done something a certain way a long time, and you need to change it a little bit. So try something different. So that's what I'm doing. I'm I'm also taking our VBS and I'm trying something different with it. Uh, we're changing the schedule. We're changing the emphasis. We're changing the curriculum. We're changing the focus. We're changing the style. We're changing all these things. Um, and so uh, yeah, if you're going to be creative, try something different. And finally, try something hard or scary. I think sometimes we we create in the easy areas that we're, we're, we're strong and fluent in, but I encourage you to find something that's maybe difficult for you or maybe you're kind of scared to take on and, and be creative in that. Go, I'm going to try something here because when God's on my side... Uh, I can't fail. Uh, I have this quote right next to me. I don't know where it originated, but I know that Brent Crow's the first one that I heard say something like this. What would you do for God's glory if you knew you couldn't fail? Uh, and uh, sometimes we have to do those scary things because we know God's on our side. And if we try something hard and scary, who knows what God can do with that. But I want to wrap it with this. All these things, do it all with purpose. Uh, don't just try something new because you got to try something new. Look at what's going on and go, what is the purpose behind this? Like, why do we need to do this? Or what is a need that we can fill uh, and move in that direction? Guys, I want you to be creative in ministry. I know this is a short episode, but uh, I, uh, I want you to, to, to be creative. Find something new to do. Find something new to try. And, uh, and hopefully uh, you'll get to do something great for God's glory. Uh, well, uh, stay tuned. Next week, I think we're going to talk... Godzilla versus King Kong. I think we're going to talk about it next week. So stay tuned. We'll see you guys next week. Don't forget to find us nextgen underscore nerd on Instagram or nextgennerd.com. Share it with your friends. See you guys.